Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Keys, mobile, we're off. Yeah, yeah. All set. What a nice day. After you. Thank you. So if we go left, that'll take us to the famous woods. Have you read the book as well as Paul? Or have you? I, the, I, I, no, I've just read okay. the book. Gave, gave me a yes. copy, but only this yeah. morning. So sorry, oh, I okay. haven't had a chance. But it's, it's a very small, thin book, I think, actually. So it's not too heavy reading. I should have, I mean, in that case, I should have jumped in. But um, uh, the book we're talking about, dear listener, we welcome to the show Gemma Bell. Good morning, Gemma. Uh, right. uh, morning. Uh, uh, r- Thanks, r- r- running with Robins. Uh, or power walking this morning. Yeah, yes. power, power walking. Yes, yes it's, it's, in, it's a new direction for. We've never, never, never been for a power walk, but we're going for them because you went for a little jog and you've, you've got a bit, bit of sciatica this morning. Yeah, unfortunately, that's kicked in. Oh um, no. It's a recurring injury. Unfortunately, I'm sure you're having read your columns. You've had your fair share of injuries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're used to pain. <laughs> that's mostly what running is. Yeah. Seems to be. As, it you, is. As, you, as you get more into it, isn't it? Just dealing with various. Bits of especially around the back, especially for me, around the back, I yeah. tend to, yeah, lower back. And I think once you've been bitten by the runner's bug, you just don't want to stop running. And when you get injured, it's the worst thing, isn't it? Yeah, you exacerbate it. Wow, look at these autumn colours. I'm going to try and get a picture. They're beautiful. gorgeous. Sunset, these aren't gorgeous they? today, yeah. Oh, I'll catch up. Actually, autumn's my favourite season to run in. Le- yeah, I like autumn. Yeah, I get I like too hot it. in the summer. Yeah. Well, you w- you'd have loved this summer then, would you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sauna, yeah, that was up, completely up my street. Yeah. yeah, baking. I did actually get a lovely tan. I've got lovely tan marks deep, my T-shirt marks still, so yeah, they've not was, faded it, yet. It was, uh, yeah, I like running in the old uh, in the old sun. It reminds me when I was a kid going for loads of runs on the on the beach. So we're gonna we're gonna run into the woods then, which you've done. Yes. You like running in the woods. I you do like, like running in woods. woods. Yeah. I do like the challenge of hills and tree roots and yes. talking to nature. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. I enjoy that rather than tackling the cars and crossing roads. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you well situated here for woods? Yep, here we are. Well, you, are amazing, you, your question is, is answered. We've just gone around the corner. Literally on the doorstep. Doesn't yeah, get much better than nice. this. That's really good. This so is great. As a, you know, I'm sorry that I didn't get that chance to read your book, but tell us tell us tell us all what the where okay. it all begins. Well, it, um, it's called Running with Robins. That's the mm-hmm. title. And it's about my 
childhood growing up with a nice happy family with dad, my twin sister Natalie, and mm -hmm. my mum. Yeah. And uh, my dad was diagnosed with multiple myeloma, which is a, a cancer of the blood, when I was 13. Oh, very sad story, isn't it? Let's face it. Yeah. I think it didn't really yeah. sink yeah. in <laughs> when I was 13. I thought yeah. everything would be tickety-boo. He'd get better and we'd just of move course. on. Yes. Yes. So he actually passed away four years later when I was 17. So oh. right in the middle of my A-levels. Yeah. And such a, just such a... Um, influential time for you I mean you must Absolutely. have been just taking that well actually I channeled all my emotions into my studies right um, because I was doing GCSEs and A-levels so I tried to ignore it and we tried to carry on as much as possible mm -hmm. you must have cast a it was a massive shadow of course well, I couldn't really talk years. about I couldn't talk about it at school really because no one could really empathise none of my friends mm -hmm. right had parents who were ill or anything and you don't really want to talk about it you want to try and forget about it and yes. for other people who aren't experiencing that it's such a you don't realise when you're young what a bubble you're living in I was I was lucky I had a twin sister oh I still do obviously yeah. but uh, so we just sort of just talked amongst ourselves about yeah, it yeah, yeah. and dad actually was a runner he was He's, yeah, he did the London Marathon the year I was born, right. so 1989. Mm -hmm. Right, was it one of the, yeah, not too far after it started, really? No, I think yeah. the second or third year. Yeah, or 81, yeah. Yeah, cool. So I, oh, I never ran. I was sporty, gymnastics, yeah. ballet, perfect, but running, oh God, I can barely do a 100 metre sprint. So, yeah. But it was Dad who suggested I take up running yes. when he was actually ill. Right. To help me sort of loosen up and relax mm -hmm. and I suppose that's when my running began when he died mm -hmm. I actually began running and thinking of him and mm. I started running along here well, which is which is amazing actually I mean this is gorgeous isn't it this it is, is a beautiful yeah, setting it's a really it's amazing we're my so lucky you get the miles in here if you lived here wouldn't you and thanks yeah. for getting us here in October I mean it can't it's just well I suppose this is one of those places that looks different every time you come here as well. it does each day is a bit different really and you see deer and monk jack and Wow. You can go on for Mars. This goes, yeah, it connects to down to Surrey. As so. you come up here, the, the, there's like a, we're on a kind of dusty track, which is a green uh, grass on the right and the trees full of bracken on the left and sweet chestnuts just opening there's up. There's conkers just and acorns. Absolutely gorgeous. So, but then when you started running here, it was like, because your dad suggested it when he yeah. was ill. So that's that was his idea. And obviously he said he would have loved to have gone with me, but he was too ill to go. And mm. that was really upsetting for me. But that's still my way of connecting with him. Yeah, right. Yes. But yeah, running a mile felt like running a marathon. I, guess yes. I yeah, was, yeah. as I talk in the book, I, yeah, I was ready to collapse and give up. <laughs> yeah. And was that your very first run? Do you remember it clearly? Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. I talk about it in the book, going around the pond near me. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, it was horrendous. I looked to stay. I was wearing a white cotton t-shirt, black leggings. Yeah. And something like Reebok trainers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and a sweatband. Very, very appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the great things about... Uh about running those, you go, you go for your first run, you can't run very far, mm. then you have a little rest, then you go for another, you run a bit further. Can you remember your very first run? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was the wrong person to ask because he kind of arrived running. You well, know, well, I used running. To, I so you ran before you could walk? So almost. I mean, yeah. I used to run a lot when I was a kid and just running everywhere and... Sorry, it gets, I was a bit, it gets a bit hilly, by the way. Uh, so. yeah, oh, that's it's a good, good workout. We don't mind hills. It looks nice as well. It makes it more picturesque. It, it is. Yeah, it, yeah, time just flies by when you're in here. Yeah, this is great. But you, can, but you can feel your own improvement, can't you, at the beginning? Because you just, you just run a bit further the next time, don't you? That's one of the great things. Absolutely. The great and things about it. You yeah. get that runner's high every time, regardless. I think. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Well, exactly. Once you get going, I mean, I'm going to say get going, I mean, like, just a couple of runs in, mm -hmm. you realise that you can either 
you feel good and you think, oh, I feel really good. It felt nice. Or it's really tough and you feel you bad and you think, oh, well done me. I fought, I fought that tough yeah, run. Yeah, exactly. I so it's a kind of win-win. I actually prefer running like, in the rain against Mother Nature and I come home feeling victorious. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking, no, you didn't stop me. I triumphed over that. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't, exactly I didn't you know, go to the gym and hide, you know, indoors. I actually faced the wet yeah. and the wind and feel better yes. for it yeah absolutely yeah yeah nature's much better it's actually quite harder it's uh, we find it harder to run in the gym really i yeah. have in dubai recently did the, you did the, what yeah I was, it was too hot really to run well. outside i was going to run outside and there was a few possibilities that i thought now i'm going to the gym and i just same thing i just thought this is i'm gonna do the hard thing for the sake of the hard thing you know and, and uh, as part of my training so i said i'm going to go on a running machine do 10k every day while I'm here and that was uh, yeah it was a pretty sweaty week but um, the big the, the one was the day I realised that I was uh, that if I went back and did a few more did another half hour I'd be on uh, a 50 mile week and ended up doing 10 miles on a treadmill in one day that's mind numbingly boring on a treadmill I've not sorry, I've not been on a treadmill in years you're just not running you know in terms no. of I think at a spiritual level you're just not running you're not none of that kind of communion with nature That's with yourself it. with your space none of it's happening when you're on a treadmill you're just making your legs go well I find running's multi-sensory you're smelling touching feeling yep. seeing as you as around us now yeah, right yeah, now yeah, you can yeah, hear things yeah. and yeah. you don't get that when you're in a an air-conditioned room. Oh, as you say that, and we just got to a crossroads, and there was a cool breeze up the hill. There's a blackbird singing in a tree, and we turned right, and it smelt nice. So it was, you know... That's not my perfume. No. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's good. It's a bit, for perfume, it's a little bit woody. But yes, it is. Go for the musk smell. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that's definitely me. So you started running at... So, so you're about running 17 at or 18. About 17, yeah. 18. Sorry, yeah, go I was going back to no, the No, it's book, good. So. You, no, you, it's go for your little run, you go for your mile, you feel... Yeah, I feel good about it. Um, mm-hmm. It's a good sort of focal thing. And said so I've always been competitive and sporty. Um, and I started taking it more seriously when I had my first long-term boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and his mother was a marathon runner. And she got me involved running. And I did my first 10K, in 10K race with my boyfriend. Yes. Mm-hmm. I beat yeah. him. Yes. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did that, how did that That's affect the relationship in a good way? Did he like uh, that? Is what I'm saying. I, I think. I hope he did. I hope <laughs> yeah, he thought. Yeah. Yes, I'm going out with a rather fit girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. uh, he might have just let me when I. I don't know, but uh, yeah. I felt great. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. on top of the world. But from reading the book, it, ex- it escalated quite quickly, didn't it? You, f- you obviously yeah. really enjoyed running. And yeah, within y- yeah a couple of months, I was doing half marathons and. That, uh, that was my favourite distance, I think, back then. I mm-hmm. like I like getting that medal at the end. I would never enter a race unless there was a medal at the end of it. I yeah, don't know enough. if you're the same. Fair enough. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, you yeah. must have huge... Performance co- reward. Performance Absolutely. Reward. Yeah. I mean, you must have huge collection of medals and things, but... Uh, yeah, it's quite impractical, really. They, they're very rattly and uh, clanky. But it's the wear, It's not the, the collection so much as, as, as wearing it on that day. You know, yeah. the rest... I always... My family insist on me wearing the medal for the rest of the day. Because that's the thing. That's, it is. That's it's that your pride. Isn't it? I don't like taking it off. Yeah. It's an intangible achievement made real, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So I went to university, carried on running. And uh, you were quite good at running, obviously, weren't you? I, mean, I wasn't at the beginning. Yeah, but uh, you, but you know, you've sort of the, the 10Ks and just the fact that you're beat that you're beating people that you knew and stuff you had a bit of natural ability I was hoping it seems to be I, I'm hoping I had dad's natural talent he yeah. ran the London Marathon in 2.58 mm. wow so, so he's fast and that was his first ever marathon wow. Wow. Uh, that that's, was his only that's, marathon that's incredible so, yeah. that's um, great yeah. I didn't at the time appreciate how fast that was I just thought any yes. three hours of running is boring but yes. like, you know yeah, yeah, I used yeah, to yeah. watch it on TV I think how can anyone put themselves through that yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I can never do that. But then, lo and behold, a couple of years later, after I graduated from my master's, I did enter the London Marathon. I thought I'm going to do something for dad. Yes. I want to raise money for my local hospice. And I raised, yeah, over two and a half thousand pounds for Brilliant. them and ran the London Marathon in three and a half hours. So, yeah, walk us wow, through that because so of the London. London's an amazing marathon, I think, to run it. That, your first marathon in London, that's a special day, isn't it's, it? It was. I think yeah. it's the marathon. I thought yes. if I was going to do any marathon, it would be that one. Mostly because Dad had done that, so it's got right. more of a family a connection, an emotional yes. connection yes. with it. Yeah. But it is great. It, I, it's, it's, it's world famous, and it's just, I think, it's, you, have you both run it? Yeah, yes. we've done it. Yeah, yeah. we've both run it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But also, like you're saying about running, you know, taking that first run at your dad's suggestion, then doing the London Marathon for a, a, a charity related to your dad, it's like an upgrade of the same impetus, isn't it? You're yeah, basically yeah. out there doing it for him. It, yeah, that's what got me around. When I got to sort of mile 21, I thought, why am I doing this? Yeah. I really we am going to skip. Why? Why? What was the weather like uh, and everything? Was it? It uh, was ideal for me. It started off really quite cool, about 12, 13 degrees mm-hmm. in the morning. But yeah. by the time we, I came through about 12, 1 o'clock-ish, um, it was near 20 and it became actually quite hot. Yeah. And clear blue sky and the sun was out. And yeah, and I cried ov- as I went over the finish line because I couldn't believe I'd just sort of literally run the same footsteps, the same route as Dad mm-hmm. had done all those years before. And you finished quite strongly, though, didn't you, on a, peer, on a sort of running level, reading it. You finished. Yeah, I didn't you have... You felt quite good, didn't you, I last did, few miles? I didn't have any injuries yeah. or... Um, I didn't have a loo break. I've always that was my greatest fear. I need what if I need the loo? I have to run to this one porter cabins or you know you, you can't. And you always lose time in yeah, that. Yeah, Mother yeah. Nature's a bit different, isn't it, for women? You can't. Yeah, yeah we're not as able to go anywhere yes. as, yeah. as gentlemen can. But luckily, yeah, I didn't need any loo breaks, so I just had a continuous. Had you trained? You, you you trained quite hard for that, hadn't you? Oh gosh, those months. Yeah, I started yeah. back in October. Right. On, and obviously it was in March, so I had a good five six months to prepare. Yeah. Right. But yeah, running through the winter, I went out snow, sleet, ice, just in case I wanted to be prepared. Yeah, didn't yes. know what the race day was going to be like. And I didn't, yeah, that I just kept thinking, I'm doing this for dad and all those other people fundraising for me and things. I can't mm. let them down. I have to drag myself out, even if I don't want to. I even ran on Christmas morning. I dragged myself out like a six o'clock, yeah, before everyone else was up yeah. doing the presents. I thought, no, I have to squeeze in a run. And you feel better for it. I think yeah, course, that, that's the hardest yeah. bit, getting out, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you're out, you feel great. And, and, and but it can also be an addiction, can't it, running? That's a... Oh well, yeah. We get on to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We get on. So, so, so you did the marathon. Yes. And you did it what three thirty six? Thirty five, I think. Thirty five. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's fast for your first marathon, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and I thought that's it. I'm not. I'm never going to be able to beat that time. Right. I'm going to stop now before <laughs> you know. I, d- I want to end on a high note, and uh, yeah, I continue running, but I went back just to doing half marathons, um, and I thought. Do I need to continue running now that I've actually done my marathon and done mm. that for Dad? But I just couldn't close that chapter. I, like right. I said, it became more of it became more of an obsession, addiction. Mm. I, I didn't want to let it go. I didn't want to let my running. So talk about that then. So what happened then? So you did the marathon, then you can continue running, and then you start. Well, I went. Yeah. Did you realise you were running too much, or you were just? What? Well, I got a full time job, and yeah. um, that was quite, uh, I think, challenging in the sense of being in a sort of nine-to-five office job when I've always been active and being able to do my own routine, being constrained was difficult and not being able to do my usual 
running. I usually run in the mornings and I couldn't do that. And right. That became difficult and I didn't feel good. I, I, I missed my runner's high and I missed... I was going to say, out one about. of the things that seems interesting to me about this is that I think that some people, you know, you said that's my one marathon, I've done my marathon, I don't think it's a big deal. I think a lot of people at that point might fall out of the habit of running and be disappointed that they didn't keep on running. I think maybe you went kind of in the opposite direction in that you were still really training hard, but now without that focus. Absolutely. So the training's kind of just turning into something in and of itself. It was a bit aimless. Yeah. I wanted to keep up that stamina. I thought, I've, right. I built the, the stamina up. I can't just let it go. I don't want to suddenly you know, become a, a potato couch. Yes. That's, that's never been me. I, I don't want to let that all go, all that hard work. So yeah. Yeah. I wanted to maintain that, but it was obviously clashing with my work life and yeah, I knew I was beginning to run too much because I started getting injuries, mm, but right. I'd run through my injuries. Yeah. And making myself ill unnecessarily, but I just had tunnel vision. I had my my horse blinkers on. I would not give it up, yeah. even though friends and family wanted so, me to. So, so you're sort of obsessive. It was. So yeah. you're addicted to the sort of the endorphins and how you feel after running, but yeah. it's linked in with feelings about your dad. And yeah, I didn't want to yeah. let go of that. I thought like I'm letting him down. Right. And disappointing him, thinking, mm. "Oh, I'm sure Dad would continue running, and yeah. he managed it somehow. Why can't I do that?" Yeah. 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 And of course, if you're trying to live up to an ideal of your dad, that's a, that is an ideal of your dad, isn't it? You know, because he, 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 he wasn't there. To, you know, he'd have said, no, no, I got injuries or mm-hmm. I, I, I can't run. And then you, so it's a basic, it's an idea of your dad you're projecting against yourself in that situation. And I didn't want to ever be dad. I didn't want to ever run as fast to him. Yeah. But I didn't want to forget him. And I didn't want to, yeah, lose that, yeah. T- that connection I had with him. Yeah. Um, and I tried other things, but I just, I never got that same feeling. I you know, took up cycling and other sports and things. Yes, I, just, yeah. I just don't get the same feeling as I do. It's, free, it's so freeing being out in nature. And yes. So, so you, would you find yourself and do you find yourself thinking about it when you're running then? A, uh, a, lot? I, a, a lot less now, I have right. to admit. Cause cool. He's been, right. he's passed away about 12 years now. So right. um, I, I've been able well, to. natural, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm not grieving him or anything like yes. that anymore. Yeah. Um, but I do, you know, if I see a robin fly by, I do think of him and pretend it is him or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still think of him, but I'm not sad in that sense. I'm much stronger and better than that. At the beginning, it was mm, mm. sort of talking to myself, talking to the robins as encouragement, thinking, yeah, dad's running with me. But now yeah. I'm fine to go about myself. And it, It's a healthy thing to do, isn't it? But it's obvious that you just took it too far, isn't it? It's a oh, healthy that's it. Th- yeah. Um, it's hard to keep the balance. I mean, I find it... Myself, I think a lot of people can relate to that on on on, on a level of just like they love running so much, yep. just controlling it because you just want to run forever, don't you? When you start running and you you're do. enjoying it, yeah. you just and want also, to just keep you going. Know, we do, you do. You running. don't know when to stop. <laughs> yeah. Running is recognised as a kind of medicine, you know, and like any medicine, you can take too much of it. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. Think, but running's good for you. So people yes. say, well, just stop. Yeah. So, well, no, it's good for me, and I feel, I feel physic. I feel worse when I haven't been out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just enjoy it so much, and I said now I've cut back a lot and just and do it for enjoyment. I and said I do the occasional so what, race. So what happened? What was the you know what oh. stopped you uh, running? Uh, I stopped myself by collapsing. Right. Um, yeah, my body weight got too low again. I didn't really see it or register it, and uh, coming back from a ten mile, my usual like weekend long run and 10 mile and nothing difficult came yeah. back but you had your bike crush didn't you you had your crush oh yes that was yeah the so month talk- beforehand so so you were fit well, and well yes although people were getting a bit worried that you were overdoing it mm-hmm. and you and then and then i got um i i, I took up cycling yeah to try and 
do something different. And I was cycling back from town as I would usually and a car hit me on a roundabout. So I was lying in the road <laughs> and the ambulance was called. I'd never been in an ambulance or had you know go to any of my first thing was planning, how am I going to run tomorrow? I've got a race coming up. What am I going to do? Yeah, if, if we can find a moment that sums up your if your overcommitment to running, it's got to be that one. Don't yeah. take me in the ambulance, I've got to run in the morning. Yeah, well, uh, well, well you, did you break any bones or anything? What was fortunately that? not, but I had a... I can show you my lovely scars later on my yeah. knees. I had a huge incision on my knee and yeah. all the bruising and um, down down my side body, d- down the side of my body and things. But fortunately, yeah. no, nothing was broken. Right. I think I was fortunate in that I'm quite agile and okay. having done gymnastics things, I know how to fall quite yeah, well. Right. But it was yeah. that the impact. In. That's still the impact. In. Yes. Right. Luckily, my helmet saved my head. So yes. Lucky escape. Yeah. In a it way. was. Yeah. Um, but having yeah that. Fear of going to hospital, having stitches, and all that was terrifying. And of course, uh, that y- after that, you should you would need to take some time off. Right? A normal person would, yes. Yes. Yeah. But I don't want to be normal. I thought to myself, I'm not yeah. a normal person. I don't yeah. want to just be average Joe or Josephine. Yeah. Um, and yeah, sit there and recover. I want to get back and. If we go up here, it will okay. be a bit hilly, guys. So that's fine. We can yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, it's good. We might see some squirrels and maybe a other bits. Um, so you popped, so you jumped back in within a month. Soon. Yes. yes, within a month. So in December, I was out jogging. I still had um, bandages and things like that around my knee. Oh my the stitch wow. had been taken out. Right. But right. Um, <laughs> but I still had yeah the dressings on it. Um, yeah. So I was yeah jog. It was jogging. It wasn't running. It was just jogging. Yeah. Or trudging along. That was good enough. Though. Something was better than nothing. And then, um, but quite long distances, weren't they? As, as see, ten, I didn't think ten miles was that far. Yeah, we had done a marathon. Doing ten miles is. But it is. It's still away, isn't it? Yeah, it's still away. And, and it falls away. You've got to, It's always incremental, isn't it? You've got to kind of small percentages. You know. It's so and then, but then you ran ten miles and. Uh, I came back. Yeah, it was quite a wet, windy day. I came back and. Which again takes much more energy out of you in a way you don't notice. You know, running against the weather. Yes. I hadn't taken that into consideration. I just thought I'd be fine. Got back, felt a bit lightheaded. Uh, was going up to the bathroom and thought, I feel really cold and shivery. This is really unusual. I don't feel like this yeah. normally. I thought, oh, hot shall be fine. Yeah. And then, you know, big lunch. Feel much better. But um, yeah, had my shower and just felt very suddenly wobbly and dizzy. Could barely step out of the shower. Um, tried to sit down on the toilet just to regain my balance. Managed to slip off the toilet and hit my head on the sink oh, nice. and passed out. Oh, the panic of it, the feeling of that falling away like that must have been. Well, I just it we was sort of I was my vision went into black and white. I was right. terrified. I've yes, never so had you must that have more. been. You must have been. And yeah. I know I can remember trying to st- st- steady myself and stand up grasping anything I could in the bathroom mm-hmm. but I couldn't um, and just falling into something that's tough yeah. that's really difficult and just moment. I remember hitting the whole cold floor yeah. and that was it and then Gosh. hours later mum came home <laughs> and found me in the bathroom still in that state and she's the one who called the ambulance and they resuscitated me fortunately so right. it must have been touch and go there oh she thought I had completely gone yeah um, oh, wow. And oh I just woke. Word. I woke up in the ambulance, saying, "Why am I cold? Yeah. Where yeah. am I? You know. Uh, Can I go for a run? It was literally sort of. <laughs> when am I going home? Yeah. <laughs> so you were. So you were locked into 
relentless forward motion of some kind or other, weren't you? You were just yeah. locked into a pattern of, I have to keep going. Yeah. And running, of using, putting my cod psychologist hat on, running away from the grief of your dad. And, do you know what I mean? Just hadn't, it was hadn't stopped to reflect. Hadn't no, I hadn't yeah. stopped. I mean, uh, I didn't do a gap year or anything. So I had concentrated all my studies throughout. My dad was ill, yeah. went yeah. to university, went straight into work. And I hadn't really stopped and really, yes. pu- yeah, really yeah. grieved or thought about. And realistically, you probably thought as well. You're thinking, no, it's fine because I've processed that, you know, yeah, in a variety of ways. I'm like, for example, your marathon, you know, that feels like a, that is a kind of processing. Yeah. But um but obviously, you know, you're like you're still like Paul says, you're still running. Needs more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened then then? So you you're So um I had to stay in hospital uh over Christmas, which was utterly depressing. I thought I'm going to be like one of those people in casualty or you know, these medical programs who have to spend yeah, Christmas and with, you know, the tacky tinsel and everything and yeah. the ward and yeah, I had all that. Yeah. And I, yeah. it really made me it was a wake up moment appreciate how precious life is. I thought yes. I can't be here much longer. I don't want to be here. I don't want my life to go on like this. Mm-hmm. You'd reached your ground zero. It, it really yes. was a turning point for yes. me. I yeah. thought that that was so I kind of see my collapse as a blessing in disguise. Mm, mm. I, I realised how dangerous running can be when you take it too far. And actually, it's not the end all be all. I don't have to do as much. Yes. You know, good. People, yeah, good. people run, have happy lives doing their running and balancing it with their families, as I'm sure you're trying yes. to do, juggling yeah, 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 it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're not in hospital, so no, why do right. I need to be? And moderation is uh, is mm-hmm. important in all things, isn't it? I mean, if it's taking, basically, if, if anything good, if it's taking something away from you, it's not good anymore, you know. It's, it's well, yeah, it taken over my life. It's wow. become my priority. So what was the recovery process like from that then? What did you, I mean, were you st- we, I imagine you're quite underweight as well. And well, yeah, the thing is everyone was convinced that um, I ran to be thin. I said, no, it's n- I've never wanted to be thin. I've always been fit and healthy. I've yeah. never had that peer pressure yeah. or anything. Uh, I, it wasn't about people thought was it linked to anorexia no it wasn't as if I was skipping meals or anything right. I just had lost all that body weight because I just was running too much and wasn't resting enough yes yeah, yeah. I never had any uh, psychological problems like that it wasn't because yeah I wanted to be thin I yes. hated being thin I yeah. hated I said, I've, I've got a twin sister and she was you know beautifully healthy and everything and mm. yeah that must be very, I mean, I always think with sibling relationships, you can never know what another person's sibling situation is like, but it must be really, uh, um, it must really tell you something to have a twin sister. It's kind of like a life mirror. To an know. extent, yes. Although now... Does, does, does your twin sister run? No. I was no. going to say, although now we've completely diverged. Yeah. Uh, she lives in London and her, she's a teacher, which she loves doing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, she doesn't run. She said she could barely run for the bus. Right. So, uh, but we used to yeah, do ballet and gymnastics together and yeah. be really sporty. But then uh, yeah, well, se- since separating, going to different universities, we've had our own lives, and yeah. she's got different interests to me. But again, I think I'm being the older twin. I'm older by two minutes, and right. the, the dominant it. one. I've sort of always led. I've always wanted to win. I've always wanted to be the best. It's yeah. two minutes, it's but it's, it's still two minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like you worked a couple of things out in those two minutes. Two kids Absolutely. And the, oldest yeah. w- the oldest one's one, and the other one is also one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but being the oldest counts. It does. It's two minutes, two minutes being more intelligent, <laughs> um, you know, and two minutes, yeah, priority, you know, being given priority, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you realise then, you re- and I, all this must have been quite tricky for your mum as well, mustn't it? All this. Oh, uh, she's must have been very. She's difficult. everything to me. I wouldn't. Yes. I wouldn't be here without her, to be honest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. the one who saved my life, and she's put up with me, endured all this. Yes. 
So she's in, so you're talking in hospital and then you come out and you realise... Yeah, things have to change. Healthier. Absolutely. Yeah. Things yeah. have to change. I have to get the right balance. I want to make her and dad proud and doing what I was doing was not working. Yeah. Um, so give me your time frame on this. When did, they, when did you come out of hospital? Then? I came out in January. So I right. went in December. Yeah. Had to spend Christmas and New Year there. Yes. Uh, and then uh, January is when I got to go home and have my birthday and celebrated and we were at home for that that's good yes thank god um so that felt a bit more normal yeah, yeah. and then yeah i just started next couple of months i spoke to some sports therapists who helped me to relax and not actually overdo my exercise because i think there that's actually quite common in professional runners Yes, um, or definitely actually, with professionals. Yeah. Yeah. It must be a lot more pressure for them. Yes. Yeah. Always wanting to be at the top or when you don't win or when you retire, what do you do with your life mm. then? But I think ultimately when you get to that point, like you say, it must be like that but for professional runners. But if you get to that point physically and personally where, you know, where your body collapses says no I won't do this anymore then ultimately you're all on the same page you know whatever your reasons or your journey whether it's at the (laughs) you know university training track or at home in your bathroom that's Mm -hmm. the the message is the same absolutely pull back millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Where are you at now with with your exercise generally? I still do something every day, whether it's walking in the woods here, or going right. for a bike ride, yes. or I've taken up other hobbies. So I do horse riding and ballroom dancing. Right. And they're, okay. th- they're things that I've always wanted to do, but now I've made time for them because I run a l- l- lot less. And yes, yeah. Yeah, and um, balance that out with uh, doing freelance writing. Now I've come mm-hmm. out of, I realized that town planning was not my cup of tea. <laughs> it just isn't me. So despite having... In a roundabout way. <laughs> like it. Love like the it. pun. Yeah. Well done. Like There's a Very squirrel. Funny. There goes a squirrel. You said we'd see a squirrel. In yeah, a you should often hear them as well. They make yeah, the most make outrageous fuss, noise. And foxes often get foxes even in daylight. They're very tame around here. 
So it's been a good year so far. It has been, and doing this book has just been the icing on the so cake. So when did you decide to write the book then? What, what I started actually in hospital. Right. I, I oh, right. Well, okay. putting it all together, I kept a diary. Yeah. And I thought, actually, maybe this could be something. I, I'd yeah. like someone to benefit from my experience. Absolutely. No, it's lovely. It's a great book. It's a, it's a lovely, lovely story, well told. And I've um, illustrated all the chapters with um, draw my drawings of Robbins. Yeah. Because um, Dad was a creative director in advertising. He would, as I say in the book, hand draw my Christmas and birthday cards. And I've always loved drawing. So mm. I thought, as a make it even more personal, I'm going to draw little Robbins to go in it as well. Yeah. Um, but actually, I spoke to Dad about a book so when he was actually alive I said dad would you actually mind if I wrote about right. your cancer but I never yeah. really started yeah. but I got his permission before mm. he passed mm. away luckily yeah. Yeah. so do you feel like you've got somewhere in your relationship with him and his memory I hope so yeah and I hope he's proud and said I, I tried trying to turn things into a positive yes. and I said I know he passed away and it was tragic and I'm not, I can't change any of that. But yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think, well, how can I make the most of the situation? Mm. And well, exactly. And I think you need to, uh, one, one hopes that you want to, that you can get back to that point, that marathon, you know, that is something that you kind of gave to yourself and gave to him and give to that memory. Mm. And then say, that's it. That is like you say, that's a peak. You know, it's the, the really the, the, the trigger beyond that is that kind of the way that training for that just whizzed on and on. But coming past that and putting that aside, that still stands, doesn't it? That, um, that you still tribute. did it, and that yeah. is the wonder yes. of, of you know. Everyone, I always we talking about this before. One, one year, I did the London Marathon just after the uh, 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 Boston bombing. Oh gosh! And it was like, oh my goodness, that you can't imagine this being a positive thing anymore. No. You know, and everyone's worried. And there were people there who'd come over, who'd run in Boston, and then quickly come to London. We're running in London, you know. And I was just thinking that, and then my, you know, that your story is like eh, people who run marathons are often coming from a point of uh, lots of people running processing in tribute for, sad, to someone else, you know, aren't or, yes. or running when they themselves are not well or have some kind of trauma. And it's just amazing the way that event, the London Marathon. Uh, you know, it, it alchemizes those mass events, it mass marathons. It does. Yes. It's two yeah. things: it turns that trauma and sadness into something positive, and it turns that individual journey into a huge communal thing. I did it? notice the camaraderie amongst other runners and, and the, the and crowd. The and the, the crowd, yeah, the, the crowd yeah, go there yeah. to witness it and feel it as well. Don't the volunteers yeah. cheering you on. Yeah. You know, I lost count. I got up to a hundred. I was counting the people who shouted out. I had Gem, right, you know, yeah. my name yeah. Gem on my uh, vest. Because yeah. obviously I was running for hospice, and yeah. I just thought a stranger shouting out "Gem, it's great!" Or you know your running number. I didn't know my running number. I couldn't yes. remember it. Yeah, but yeah, you know yeah. they're shouting it out. Yeah. And it's I just thought moving. that's so kind. It's a lovely thing to experience. Yeah. Oh look at this! There's a munchak. That's yeah. a munchak just there. Oh. There it goes. Oh, oh, no one will ever believe me. There we go. I've got the picture. What is a munchak? It's, it's a, a it's mini, like deer. A mini deer. It's a deer. All right. Oh, right. Okay. I thought it was a warthog initially. I mean, it's just—it would, it yeah. would be terrifying. The occasional <laughs> velociraptor. But I yeah, the thing surprised. is, I think that you think this is me. This is what I do. But we're all just growing and learning, you know. And uh, you had so much to process there. And uh, it's an awful lot to take and, on, isn't know, it? Like, yeah. Who knows who we're going to be and where we're going to end up? We're all just growing and learning all the time. Mm, mm. Well, I envy those people who say, oh, I'm going to be a nurse from the age of three or whatever. Mm. And they are. And I just I never knew what I wanted to be. Nope. And um, I never wanted, wanted to, to be running. Well, running was the last <laughs> thing. I, I never thought I would say I, I never thought I'd do a marathon. Yeah. 
And um, I'm glad I, ha I said I don't have any regrets because I wouldn't if I hadn't done or hadn't experienced all those things. I wouldn't be here where I am now, mm, and mm. I wouldn't have all these paths and opportunities open up in front. I would have never have met you two, yes, for example. Yes, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, just. Yeah, yeah, how yeah. did you even come across my book, um, Paul? Just, did just, just, just came across it. I was just sat, I was sent it and I read it oh. and I liked it and it was just. Just very simple. Yeah, yeah. just very simple. And, and people are interested. People like to hear right. stories. I was just like going to say, we, we, there's a lot of silliness and shenanigans in our in our show, and we enjoy that. You know, I think that people mm. can take just the mechanics of running very seriously, but equally, you know, we it's all about stories and how people live with running, and that isn't always uh, silly, <laughs> and it also isn't always positive. You know, we just want to. Uh, because it's, because it's such journeys. good because it's such good medicine, people tend to go to it when they need something, don't they? Mm. You know, there's, there's a you know percentage-wise. I don't know what the percentage is, but I know that if I'm down and I go for a run, I'll feel better. Yes. And it's just it's as simple as that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, say, I say that in my book. I knew. Yeah. I yeah. I feel better. I kick myself more if I didn't go than I ever did. Yes. So. Yeah. 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 It doesn't matter how far I go, as long as I've done something, then yes. something's better than nothing. Yeah. And do you think you've changed that switch now? Do you sometimes think, I should run, and, th and then think to yourself, no, watch it? Do you have I that, do. You know, that security system in place now? I do. I think, okay, that's enough, Gemma. Yeah. And I, 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 I've changed my attitude. Yeah. And I, th I don't need to do that. I think before it, was an it became a necessity. I yes. have to do this. I have to make that mark. I have to do 80 miles a week or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to run in the rain, but now thinking Whatever actually, if it, it is raining, you. like yeah. it was raining on Saturday, I thought, you know, you know what, I'm, I don't really want to run in the rain today. Yeah, I, yeah. I will change my running day to, you know, Saturday or Sunday or whatever, a day that it's not raining, yeah. and I will just go and do something. I'll go for a swim instead or something. Yeah. So, I'm a bit less harsh on myself, shall I say? Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's good. Yeah, just you should be good to yourself. You know, the, the longer you run, the better you tend to feel mentally. That's and it. it sort yeah. of, so it stretches out indefinitely, doesn't it? Yeah, you think yeah. if I just keep running, this yep. will keep going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this keeps and, and yeah. Is it, there's a lot of delayed yeah. reactions. Isn't it? Yeah, so there is. Yeah, that absolutely is. Yeah, that come in four days later, you're kind of out there and you've already run again. Yeah. 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 Well, you, want to, you don't want to stop that feeling. You think, oh, no. yeah, I've just done the 20 miler. Yeah. And you think, oh, good, I can put my feet up. But then the next day you think, actually, I want, to feel, I, want to feel, yeah. I want to feel that again. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah, stop yeah. that feeling. Yeah. But the fact that you have to keep running further and further each time, to pushing get yourself no, to you're get right. that, you're right. it, it becomes hard. a hit. It, it becomes like a drug in that. It's it chasing, very, it. yeah. chasing the yeah. dragon. Yeah. Absolutely. Because we're saying, you know, even at a, a simple level, it's all about a relationship with the machine that is your body. And the thing is that you do train it. And like things like... That your body just gets used to it. So whatever mm -hmm. was like giving you a massive push and a hit before, your body's just like, yeah, yeah, this is what we do. Because you taught it that. It's adapted. So it's always yeah. going to yeah. be further and deeper and more. It's always going to be a... That's another way in which it's very much an addiction, I suppose. Absolutely. So, so. Could you, can you see yourself returning to races or what? Or do you think that's over now? Or oh, I did um, race early this year and right. that felt good and I... But that's the only race I did. Right. I haven't done any other races. I just trained for pleasure now um, yeah. because I don't want to commit to anything. So then I think that would just add pressure and I don't want to yes. end up on that cycle thinking, okay, I've got that half marathon. I want to try and you know yeah, beat yeah, yeah, my yeah, previous yeah. time on that. I think, no, if yeah, I don't enter yeah. them, then I haven't got that Temptation. pressure. Exactly, yeah, yeah. precisely. So I just run to yeah. be happy and that's it really. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that sounds like uh, that sounds that sounds wisdom. like a, that sounds like. And also, I, I don't know if you find that it's actually getting more expensive to enter races. The oh, cost. Oh yeah, no, the the cost is ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Which is why, part runs are good. 
Yes. Oh, did you yeah. put a regular park run? Yeah, semi-regular. Yeah. Semi-regular. We got two yeah. problems. We were all over the place, and we worked Friday nights. Ah. So, so it can be a bit early. It was actually the park run yeah. anniversary on Saturday, and we both said we must go and celebrate 14 years of park run. Did you? How did that go for you, Paul? Well, no, I, d- I didn't get to bed till about <laughs> two, so it just felt too early. Yeah, I mean, and Rob, I didn't get to... I was you two set off, didn't away. you? I yeah. was in the car oh. driving to a park run. I got in traffic and missed the beginning. So, you know. The soul is winning, but the flesh is weak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the traffic was busy. And the traffic, <laughs> yeah. There was all those roundabouts, yeah. wasn't yeah, it? Exactly. So, yeah. And talking of letting it go, did you feel any catharsis? Or how did you feel when you finished your book? It was a huge relief. Yeah. Although I'm a bit... I'm not a perfectionist, but I, I just... I, I found it a struggle, struggle to actually think, is that finished? Should I go, let it go? Should I yeah. rewrite it a bit more? Mm, or is that yeah. really how I want to end? Or Yeah. So, but I did, once it was all down, uh, my first draft, I thought, oh, yeah, it's there. Yeah. And yeah. I've actually got something. But I didn't really sink in until it was actually published, until it arrived, that the cardboard box that I got through the post, mm. wrapped in brown paper and string, and the first copy in it, and I opened it. And that was when my heart yes, began to... Yes, that was a life changing Yeah, moment, it, that was it? a life-changing moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame you don't get to... Uh, I include that in the book, but of course that, that would be a physical impossibility. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was, yes. Yeah. Um, a bit of time travel involved. But it is very much, it does, I, just in my mind's eye, I'm just seeing that and the marathon finish line as being the same, you know, such different experiences, but the same kind of, I, I did that, you know, this that incredible elation, yeah. life journey is complete at this specific moment in time. I find that no matter how long a run is, or rather in this case, no matter how short a run is, you truly know when you've been on a run when you kind of disconnect from yourself, you unlock, mm-hmm. and then when you come back, you, it's a new time, you know, that you've gone through that run and the next bit of life begins. And that can be 20 minutes or a marathon, you know, it's, it's meditative. That's why the treadmill thing doesn't work. No, I mean, I don't know, what do you think about when you run? I mean, I actually just switch off, I often think, I just look at... I, I like to know. switch off if I can, yeah. yeah. The good yeah. runs, it's like you're not thinking at all, isn't it? No, I yeah. don't, yeah, I don't know. No, I Where think the time goes, I, I just... Mean, exactly, you start, I find that you start thinking about it. You think, oh, I'm going well, I'm going down here, I'm going to mm-hmm. go over there. Yeah. And then suddenly you look round internally and you think, oh, I forgot I was running. I forgot yeah. myself. Yes, they're the good ones. I think good I, go, runs, I go into autopilot. My body just continues and yes, yeah. I just go along with it. Sometimes you get the odd breakthrough thought, don't you? You get yeah. the odd thing that makes you think, I wish I had a pen and paper to, to scribble yeah. this down. Well, or like whatever. your shopping list. Well, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. Well, just thoughts of, about your life or, you know. I think sometimes they're a bit like drunken thoughts. You know, you could write three of them down and one or two one of them would sense. be yes. incredibly, you know, change your life, breakthrough moments. And then the third one would be, what the hell was I yeah. talking <laughs> about there? <laughs> I do actually find that I do... Um, not solve problems, but I do think things through and put things in perspective when I run sometimes. It yes. can it can definitely put things in perspective yes. without a shadow of a doubt, yeah. yeah. And then I come back feeling, oh, I can actually do that sometimes. Yes. Yeah. It does it bring a sense of calmness sometimes yeah. over well, when I get back. Because a lot, a lot of problems happen in uh, in your mind, don't mm. they? And running puts you back into your body. That's right. And that in itself helps, yeah. But okay, here's meditation. an interesting thing. I suppose if running is the problem, it's possible that it's a problem that you don't notice when you're running. From a kind of objectivity point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, we're not lost. (laughs) No, no, it's nice. I'm just taking it in. It's absolutely gorgeous uh, around here. When we were at the top of the hill, there was a couple of big sort of cleared spaces. And I did have a little bit of uh, 
it just reminded me of that around this time last year, me and uh, Paul went for a run in, on a, in North Yorkshire in uh, Dalby Forest, and we got so lost. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was a similar kind of place. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all very well. It's nice running in the woods, but it's nice to know that w- at some future point you will actually <laughs> you will be get out, out in the woods. Yes, <laughs> not stuck in a maze. Yes. When we eventually found where we were, you know, we sort of popped out on a road and found a map and saw a person. So that was good news. But it was just amazing where we were. We were just in a different area. And I was the map reader on that, so it was all my bad. My bad. That was deliberate there, wasn't it? Yeah, that was deliberate. Absolutely intentional. Special experience. It was like when I lost Paul's phone. It was just a way to bring drama to the show. Yes, why not? Yeah, we're going to go out a different way just to keep things interesting. I'm not going to use the same entrance. I don't like to, uh, um, when I'm running, I don't like to repeat any of my uh, route. So that's really good for me. Well, that's the same when it comes to races. I don't do the same race twice because mm. I get bored. Yeah. And I think I don't want to, yeah, pay for the same route twice. I like to There's try out different races and try out different routes. Mm. There's something nice about falling into your uh, a regular training route, though, isn't there? Because then you... You know it. You don't have to think about it at all. I mean, oh, I, I do find myself doing this. I imagine you do this a lot. <laughs> and if I lived around it, I'd do this loads. It's so, yeah, so nice yeah. and, and, and simple and really soft underfoot and all the good stuff, isn't it? And, and yet, it would ne- exactly. It would never stop giving us up. I mean, just as we, just as we said that, we came up the bump there and suddenly, just for a moment, it really smelt of pine. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that Jay just went past. And occasionally, we see people like this guy over here walking dog. His dog walking, yeah. And, d- there's, and it's, there's, a, there's wide green swords and there's narrow bits with leaves. It's just the, the, the experience, the just basic, simple experience of being in the woods you can get from this is kind of infinite, isn't it? It's really nice, yeah. Yeah, I never so that, so this it. is So there's so many, you must know so many routes around here. Absolutely. I, yeah. I, no, I do, I've been on them so many times I could walk around with my eyes shut to be honest yeah. but right, yeah. I used to go for bike rides so when we are lost. Yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> your eyes. where are we? no idea um, so <laughs> I, I know this because um, dad used to take us on bike rides around here so when I was about five or six I've yeah. literally grown up with these woods and I couldn't get lost. I've, I've tried to get lost. I've tried to, you yeah, know, find yes. new routes, and I yeah. want. To, I love exploring. Yeah. Uh, I did. I've done like Duke of Edinburgh awards. So I've done camping and mapping your route. And being a geographer, I'm yes. really supposed to not get lost. Yes. yes. I'm supposed yeah, to have yeah, a yeah, sense of direction. Side, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm not allowed to get lost, really. But um, yeah. yeah, I always train in these woods, or I've got some woods a bit further up. Um, at the Lookout Discovery Centre, which is also good. That's yeah. For my long runs, I used to train in the hills around there and it makes road running so much easier. And so Yes, absolutely. So yeah. as you find, probably, yeah. if you train off-road, off when you go on-road, it's, it's tarmac. Yeah, yes. easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But a lot, yeah, no, might not be boring. The uh, Cannock Chase 10K, which is a 10K I did through Hilly Woods on Cannock Chase, which is an old uh, deer forest. Mm-hmm. And uh, just fantastic. And exactly, you know, the, the, the race equivalent of what we've been doing today, you know, just following the route and it round every corner was a new and different forest experience, you know, up here, down there. And uh, it was just a great way to run. And I don't really think of myself as a uh, trail runner. You know, I'm like, for example, Paul often does the serious... Uh, old school cross country stuff the kind of stuff where you need spikes cross country races that's yes. what my dad yeah. used to do club, yeah, club cross country yeah, yeah. Yes. cross yeah. country yeah. Yeah. and I you know I find I think wow that must be so tough and it is partly it's really because the tough. standard yeah. is so yes, yeah, it's hard edged yeah. but the kind of chase thing came was, was somewhere in between it was like a well it's much more like this you know there were no paths that you couldn't basically 
you know, the only time you couldn't sprint is when you're going up a steep hill. The surfaces are all pretty good. Um, but you're going through streams and you're still on soft surfaces and, and also just a, a more kind of uh, just aesthetic level, you know, trees and ponds. And it's really uh, it's a different experience. It's much more relaxing. I think yeah. I'm on road. I get stressed because I get people hooting at me. I don't know if you've had, had people hooting you at you as they drive past. Yes. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. we have the living in London. It's much. Uh, we get abuse more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you, you know, you've got more <laughs> options for kind of like towpaths and parks and things. And also, I just think through sheer weight of people, people are more used to runners. You know, the, I think people, if you if you were, if people in the cars got annoyed with the runners in London, they, they'd have to be beep, beeping and chatting all day long. Yeah. But then you have got lots of parks in London, like Bushy yeah. Park and Hyde Park. So you yeah, have got that yeah. option. So yeah, depending absolutely. where you are exactly. We did. We came out a different way. Nice. Now we're behind the houses. Very satisfying route. Thank you. It is. No, it's a pleasure. So what's the rest of the, your training week like then? What's hap- what, what happens? Have you got any horse racing? Um, any dress horse racing? No. Any yeah. ha- well, we have got Ascot up the road, so <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, I could yeah. always enter one of those. Lovely hat you've worn today. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, uh, so I train uh, twice a week with horse riding. Right, okay. Um, and then um, I have ballroom dancing one, once or twice a week as well. Right. I used to do tap dancing on some evenings. Yeah, which is tough, a, isn't it? Is tap tough? I tried I to learn how to tap dance her. once. I found it after I was pretty tr- wasn't particularly good. I thought I was going to really take to it for some reason. So you're not going to be the but next no, Fred Astaire? No, that's not no. going to happen, no. No. Um, no, I'm not quite Ginger Rogers yet. Give it yeah. time. But uh, yeah, yeah, just give it time. Um, but uh, that's more of a social thing. I just really enjoy. I've, I've always wa- I've always been a, yeah, into dancing. So yeah. Um, yeah. No, my week's varied. I haven't really got a set plan. I th- try and fit two or three runs. Right. During the weekday and then a long run on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. But again, like, it's not set in stone. I'm f- more flexible like that now. That's good. And you and you're juggling a little sciatica at the moment, are you? Yes, it's a recurring. Right. Painful as. You can probably imagine yeah, lower back yeah. pain that shoots down the back of your leg. Yeah, yeah. Which is agonising, but um, yeah, stretching. So I'll probably pop to the gym to do some stretches and yeah. to loosen up. Is that that usually helps. Is your gym nearby? Yeah, it's only about um, a mile or two up the road. Yeah. So sometimes I'll just cycle up there to get my cardio in. Yeah. Do a bit of conditioning, you know, because <laughs> they say strength training. I know it's. I know I do the stupid jokes, but I genuinely thought you you were going to say I get my cardio on. <laughs> I do. Get I get my on. Put my cardio and some <laughs> yeah. slippers on. Very good for the gym. Yeah, it's a good look. Yeah, that's great. I'd love to see that on a running machine. A cardi. That's the way to do it. You know, slippers. If you do have to run on the treadmill. Do it. You've in got slippers, to wear. You've got to wear fancy dress. Pipe. Yeah. Maybe a mug of Horlicks. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And a copy of uh, you know the Sunday papers. Just spread what, around you. The mirror. Yes. <laughs> With wool sheep yeah, splashed in what front he's of up it. To. <laughs> Have you got any races you're planning for then? I run the Yorkshire Marathon on Sunday and I was really hoping that Paul would be with me but he said no, I'm going go to go I've got to go to Dubai. Oh dear. I've got some gigs in Dubai, yeah. So I'll be on the treadmill. I've got a 10k when I get back. I think in support of me, you should go on the treadmill miles, yeah. on Sunday and run 26 <laughs> yeah, absolutely. miles. absolutely. 
Oh, no, no, Absolutely. you don't have to do the full 10. Just do 40k. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would rather do so far off 26 upset. miles outside than on a treadmill. That would be agonising. I would not yeah, yeah. be able to do... Well, do you know, I genuinely, uh, when I was... Because we, we, we're doing the same run of gigs back to back. So I did Dubai a couple of weeks ago. Mm. And when I was there, I genuinely, I worked quite hard. I knew it wasn't going to be easy. But I really planned to run 30k on a treadmill. Uh, and uh, and then when I got there, I started doing it. I mean, when I say when I got there, I don't mean when I got to Dubai. I mean when I got to the gym that day. I did the first uh, um, 10k, and I was like, no, that's it. You can't run longer than that on the treadmill. You're just going to go insane. Like even with a TV in front of me, I still yeah. can. I can. <sighs> no, it was a, it was I crazy. I don't even run with an iPod or music or anything yeah. when I go outside. I don't need all that. No, no and it's also nice I, keep, I keep complaining disengage. about. Um, uh, uh, being on the treadmill out there, but I did. I was watching films and stuff. You know, this, it wasn't like a prison uh, situation. You get those really good virtual running machines, don't you? Where you can you can run on a treadmill surrounded by images of woodland. I've never tried that. Is that any good? Well, apparently. I mean, I'm, I mean, I don't know. I've I never suppose done it if myself. parks and actual outside were unavailable, then that could uh, yeah could be a good thing. So where can where can people? We're coming near the end now. Where can people get your book? Oh, it's available through Waterstones, Amazon, and W. H. Smith, or you can go through my publisher, which is Trigger Press. That's Running with Robbins. Running with Robbins. Running with Robbins. Um, Good. And are you on social media and stuff? Do you do that, or? Uh, I am on Facebook. Right. Okay. I'm not the most. You don't Twitter. Yeah, don't worry about it. I don't Twitter tweet tweet that much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I probably should. Robbins are my thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It would be rather apt if I did get on. Twitter. <laughs> Jackdaw seems a bit jealous there. Yeah. Jack, what about Jackdaws? Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks so much for, for taking us to your woods today. It's, oh, uh, and telling us your story as well. It was really. Yeah, absolutely. It's really nice to hear it. It's a very important one. And it's, your, it's one a lot of people can, can relate to, to varying or lesser degrees. And it's good that you're out of that sort of dark driven driven phase, isn't it? And who knows yeah. what, where you're going to go from here, do we? We don't, we don't really know, do we? But I think. Hopefully, home for Christmas. That's it. With Paul Tomkinson and Rob Deering. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.